Hey, thanks for checking out the gigantic adventures of Jeff and Simon, a family-friendly actual play podcast. Last time, we talked with special guest Sam Malcolm and made the character Ferator the Tinkerer an eccentric praying mantis with a brilliant mind. We had a fun time using the suited RPG system to create the character's stats and personality, and now we're ready to see what Ferator can do. Hey everyone, welcome to the Gigantic Adventures of Jeff and Simon. You may remember that in our last episode we met Ferator the Tinkerer, who was being created by Sam Malcolm, who's joined me right now. Hello. He only has one word. <laughs> he can only think of one word, he doesn't know what else to say. <laughs> this is going to be Sam really... will refer to himself as a third person for the rest of the evening. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> the th- <laughs> The third person without a specified pronoun. So uh, now what we're going to do is actually experience uh, Ferritor in uh, the world that we've so far called the realm of nature, for lack of any better names for it, um, because it is a sub-realm off of the main world of Isen. So Ferritor the Tinkerer is a praying mantis. Uh, He is a brilliant, brilliant inventor who lives in the town of Prickleton. Um, but a, about a year ago, he started hearing a voice in his head. At first, it was um, intermittent little hellos and can anybody hear me? And it's kind of like if somebody had a broken walkie-talkie and the odd word is getting through every now and then. Uh, eventually, it's sort of picked up more and more into full-fledged um, sentences and conversations. And everybody in Prickleton thinks that... Ferator is insane, and for a while he thought that too. Um, but he eventually realized that the voice belonged to a forgotten god called Kashtar, um, who explained that she has been severed from the realm and forgotten by its inhabitants for over a century. She spoke to him and him alone, it seems, about something called a god heart, which has been split into three pieces, which uh, she calls the seed, the sliver, and the speck. Um, she said the seed and the sliver are currently in a world called Isen, where they're supposed to be, but the speck has somehow made it into your realm. She told him, uh, or told you, Ferator, to build a special receptacle um, to carry the speck, um, for it must not be touched by anyone from this realm. Um, that was her strict instruction. She, Kashtar, this god, told Ferator that two heroes would be coming soon from the material realm of Isen, um, and that they are the only ones who will be able to touch the speck and wield it and hopefully use it to thwart whatever dark force has been creeping into the realm. She said that you must wait in Prickleton for the heroes to arrive and then journey with them to Mount Darkleaf. Um, however, an eagle arrived in Prickleton acting uh, very threatening and sort of um, uh, attacking the townsfolk and you panicked and fled leaving the receptacle behind you just went oh, okay she warned me about eagles i'm out of here um and then so ferritor journeyed for a week um and stopping briefly at the town of thorndale on his on your way to wood's edge uh, which is the largest town uh, in the greatwood and it's right on the edge of what's called the desert of seeds 
and you stopped briefly in Wood's Edge trying to find someone to help you get across the desert of seeds, uh, but everyone was really paranoid and strangely frightened of the desert uh, and thought you were crazy for wanting to cross it. Uh, eventually you just gathered supplies and left on your own. So that's where we are. You're just uh, wandering into a, uh, a desert. It's warm. Um, and as the name suggests, it's filled with seeds. So the ground of this desert is basically riddled with millions and millions of tiny little stones that look just like seeds. Um, it's, it's dry. There's very little vegetation. Um, you see the occasional patches of weeds or like resilient grass. Um, and every now and then you see like a puddle of trapped water that you imagine probably won't last long before it evaporates. Can I proceed to taking all these puddles of water and putting them into my makeshift raft and just carrying that along with it so I have water with me? Okay, I like that. Yeah. Great. So, yeah. Doing the reverse. Yeah, so you, yeah. <laughs> it's designed to keep water out. But I like that. That's, that is very smart um, and innovative thinking, which is something Ferritor would do. So yeah, you as every time you pass a little puddle, you just like splash some into your leaf raft and just keep dragging it behind you through the seeds. Um, the only markers that you have to go by are the like big green line of the Great Wood behind you that is getting smaller and smaller as you venture north. Um, and there's a small rocky dot on the northern horizon that you assume must be Mount Darkleaf. One foot, two foot, three foot, four foot, five foot, six foot, one foot, two foot, three foot, four foot, five foot, six foot, one foot, two foot, three foot, four foot, five foot, six foot, one foot... <laughs> must keep mine busy to go forwards would Ferritor be doing anything um, survival wise in his surroundings or would he just be sort of plodding along trying to keep himself occupied I'd, I'd see him basically plodding along keeping his mind focused on something and not and trying not to be distracted by the heat and every now and then putting his face in his raft okay would you do you think he'd be um, wondering about like um, predators and like birds of prey or any other desert dwelling f- foes probably a little bit sort of every now and then stopping looking around sort of doing that weird sort of twitch things that um premantises do how they sort of twitch the head left and right okay notice nothing's moving and then keep moving okay um make me a uh, diamond flip so what that means is just flip a card and no matter what it is add your diamond stat and tell me what you got 12 12 clubs. Okay, 12 of clubs plus your diamond stat. Can I add boing? Because his head's going boing, 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 boing. <laughs> sure, I can see this is going to be a very versatile skill. <laughs> 13 then. <laughs> so 12 plus. So there was a 12 on the card. As a six of clubs on the card, diamond is oh, yep. six, yep. and one for boing. Okay, so yeah, total of thirteen. Yeah, so you boing, 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 look around, um, and you you notice um, every now and then as like as you walk and as you stop and boing, um, you get um, you you hear like faint rattling of seeds moving, um, enough to tell you that you're not the only thing out here. Um, you can ascertain there's probably like snakes or, or lizards or things that are just sort of just going about their business and like moving seeds as they travel. I've got food with me, right? Uh, yeah, you stocked up on supplies in Wood's Edge when you were looking for someone to help guide you. Could I every now and then just make a pile of food just sort of where I'm walking and then keep walking so that it's like just off the side? 
almost like as a distraction to see if something approaches that pile of food. Nice. Okay, I'm going to get you to flip something for that to see if this is a good plan or if this actually attracts things to you. <laughs> six of diamonds. Oh, nice. Six of diamonds plus a six on score plus any skills you want to apply to that. I can pray to myself. you have picked the most abusable skills i love it you way to game the system man i like it ted the creator is definitely going to enjoy hearing the way you you manipulate the rules um you said puns yeah so um i mean and you also got a diamond on a diamond skill so that is a beneficial flavor effect so that's definitely a high enough score to work so what happens is you lay out these little food traps so to speak and then you notice that things follow the food traps and so like if you watch from a distance you'll see like a little gray snake like the like the the same color as the seeds sort of slither up eat the food and then move away as if like looking for more food in a different direction from where you are so whatever you're doing is working to i mean it's letting everything know there is something out here with food but it's sort of misdirecting them as to where that thing might be foot goes an opposite way that everyone else is traveling this um, is their voice i'm going with <laughs> <laughs> i am normal i can talk to myself yes no <laughs> Um, you hear a um, uh, the sound of a vulture up above under my boat and you, you hop under the boat so you tip your water out no no just hide under the side of the boat leave the water in the boat okay you don't risk the water cool. just hide um, in the shadow of the boat yeah do you want to use one of your automatic 26 camouflage or do yeah. you want to flip to hide I'll, I'll use one of those automatic 26s Why okay not? yeah so um a vulture yeah like soars down to the ground and lands kind of near you and just looks around for a bit you hear its neck turning and its feathers moving as it as it's frantically searching for whatever it saw from the sky but it doesn't see it again and you hear it like flap its wings and fly away you're so nothing <laughs> this is not the praying mantis you're looking for <laughs> um and i'd say you you reach um the end of your first day of travel and the mountain in the distance is only slightly larger you estimate you've got at least like another two or three days in terms of finding a place to sleep i i mean he would have noticed uh, as i said before there's like little patches of weeds every now and then and like the odd resilient um blades of grass that might be your best shot at, at blending into your surroundings I take the different reeds of grass and sort of like arc them over the top of maybe a small hole sort of dig a hole and sort of create like a a, a leaf kind of tent bivouac kind of thing that is, that is awesome flip for that please for inventing that if you oh king of diamonds <laughs> oh man okay yeah so add all of that up so you got your king of diamonds plus your six so that's 13 uh, 19 I'm, I'm plus, going low to the ground, so I go plus three for that. <laughs> plus three, low to the ground. 19, 22. You've got a score of 22 to avoid detection overnight with your little makeshift tent of grass. It's my bivouac. 
Ferritor is a brilliant man. That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> that is genius. That is genius. The knight. Um, so the the as as you are finishing up creating your grass bivouac and the um, the knight has set in. You and you're about to go down to bed for the night. You you notice something big is sort of entering your field of vision and. As it gets closer, you see that it is a wolf that is crossing your path, heading from west to east. Um, and as it sort of walks right past your hiding spot, it doesn't notice you or, or make any attempts to try and molest your position. And you get an up-close look, and it's it's really dark. It's sort of grayish, brownish, black, and it's strangely blurry. Like, it's hard to look at, and there's this like sickly grey smoke emanating from this wolf and it kind of leaves a smoky trail behind it as it like walks a ghost wolf? it just sort of clomps off to the east just step 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 just walking through the night I'll just stay in my little wake hole then okay and you flipped high, you flipped high enough that nothing is going to interrupt your night so you get a full night um, and hide from the ghost wolf yeah. don't tell everybody about the ghost wolf they won't believe you about the ghost wolf in the morning you can just I don't know continue if you want to or... I'm really awakened by getting up walking over to my raft of water which is basically a bath at this point <laughs> and start washing my face and getting myself ready to slowly melt in the heat again this raft is such an unexpected <laughs> gift <laughs> Um, cool, and... And at some point during the day, I'll find a stick and take my coat and attach it to the raft and just put it up so it's got a little flag. <laughs> so I know where it is. Or a sail. <laughs> if only there were wind. How much wind is there at the moment? <laughs> Not a lot. Um, and okay. Ferritor's a smart guy. that He would ascertain that the, the raft probably wouldn't move very well in the stones anyway. <laughs> Maybe downhill, if there was ever a big hill. Let me know when there's downhill. <laughs> you know what? I like the idea of that. You approach a downward incline. Sweating! I'll proceed to setting up the raft to sled down the hill. And losing your water in the in the process. Yep. Okay, cool. So, um, make... It's worth it. Yeah, make a spade flip. So, make a flip and add your spade score. I got a king of clubs. Okay, so um, <laughs> cool. So what? Ha- so that's easily a high enough score to be able to succeed. But there will be some negative flavor because you got a club on a spade action. Is that my water going away? Oh, we we ascertain that would happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say you do like a sweet sand dune boarding sort of sledding like like you're carving up the side of this incline of stones and leaving this but you leave this big thick very obvious trail of where you've been do i just come to a slow stop at the end or is it quite bumpy um you come to a a bumpy end that make you have to hold on to the stick to avoid falling off the raft but the, the main penalty is you just left a very obvious trail of of your uh of your path can i immediately start making footprints by stepping in one direction very heavily and then stepping on the same footprints backwards so it looks like i've gotten off from the raft and run off in a different direction um okay make another spade flip to see how (laughs) successful this is seven of diamonds seven of diamonds plus your spades 
Eleven. Okay, it's it's relatively successful. You you make a you make a, a, I'm trying to justify a boing, but I can't justify no, a boing. You, you make you make something <laughs> distract that would distract someone enough to at least pause and wonder. And then I'll proceed to quickly pulling my raft away from the massive trail that I've created. Okay, so yeah, it's back on the flat now, um, and you just keep continuing northward. The mountain is getting uh, a, a fair bit larger as you're nearing the end of your second day in the desert. Um, you hear the screech of eagles above your head. And as you look up, you see there are two uh, eagles who are fighting one another, like, directly above you. And it's fierce. They're, like, biting and scraping with their talons. Can I take my boat now that there's no water in it and just sort of flip it? so that it's um, bottom side up so that I'm in a little shell of a boat okay yep so you're hiding under the under the boat yep um cool do you want to flip for that or use your last 26 camouflage can I use it if I get a bad flip or do I have to do it before I flip yeah I'd say you have to do it before you flip Yeah, I'll use my last 26. Okay, so you get a score of 26. So you just hear this fight happening above your head. Um, and you can't see anything, but you um, hear one of them screech very loudly, obviously in pain. And then you hear the very distinct sound of something falling. Can I peer out of the boat and have a look where it's falling from? Okay. One of the eagles is falling directly onto where you you are. What do you do? Scramble. <laughs> okay. Scatter. Okay, make a spade flip. Uh, see with the clubs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna shuffle this. <laughs> okay, so that's an, al- an, an eleven. I want to add my plus three low to the ground. Uh. Okay, so you get a well. It's true. I'm low to the ground. Yeah. Scramble. Yeah, so you get a fourteen, but you do get a negative uh, flavor. So you do hop out the way as the the body of this eagle just slams into your upturned raft. But I would say that your negative uh, effect is that you just haphazardly leapt out the way, and now you're just lying face down in the pebbles, and you can't for a second see what's going on. Dead. Under the dirt. Oh, just, <laughs> I can't see them. They can't see me. So you make a blanket of of seeds over yourself. <laughs> You've used all your camouflage. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good hiding spot. It's only my head that's covered. <laughs> um. Okay. The eagle that hit the ground. Um. You can sort of hear it moving around on on the ground and it's it's got labored heavy breathing uh, like it's definitely been hurt and and a voice says please w- was somebody there uh, i'll pop my head up and go yes wait no <laughs> and then pop back down again <laughs> oh sir no no i i, I oh please I, i'm hurt I, I i need help and then the other eagle sort of starts swooping down how far away is he from where I am? Have I gotten that far away from him? Like a foot away. So like 12, in- 12 inches real world away. Hop back up again and go, Hi! 
<laughs> oh, um, please, can you help me? Uh, he's trying to... He's trying to... And then the other eagle, like, soars right down and attacks the other one. Um, and then they just, like, lock into combat right in front of you. <laughs> Have I been able to take any of the food with me when I was scrambling out of I'd, I'd say it's I'd say it's probably squashed under your raft. Ah, okay. Uh, can I pick up any of the gravel that's around me? Uh, yeah, I'd say if you wanted to use it in some way, we, um, we'd give like seeds plus one. Okay. As a, can I pick up some seeds and start lobbing them at the the one that wasn't talking to me? Okay, let's flip initiative. <gasps> cool. So Three. straight up number. <laughs> okay, so we get injured eagle is a queen. Uh, mean eagle is a two so um, the injured one first uh, will try and so the injured one's name is Roger I'm just going to tell you that right now he, he, he hasn't had time to intru- <laughs> he hasn't had time to introduce himself but for the sake of keeping track I may have given him a name out of just share that anyway but that works <laughs> Roger Ferator and then the other one who I, whom I will call Streak I probably should have made up names ahead of time. <laughs> Streak's a good name yeah. for a bird. He streaks through the sky. <clears throat> so Roger is going to try and attack Streak uh, with his talons on the ground and gets a... Oh, mint. 19. Streak is going to try and avoid it with a... 12. So he gets a good, like... He, like, grabs uh, the underside of Streak's breast and just gets a good squeeze with his talons and obviously injures him quite badly. And that's good. And now it's Ferritor's turn to act. Gonna pick up the bits of seeds and start lobbing them at Streak's face and go, We were having a conversation! <laughs> um, okay, so that would be... A, let's see. Would it be aiming or would it be strength? You tell me. I, I would not, I would go with aiming. Okay, so we'll make More it... More to get his attention. I wouldn't expect strength to play much into it at this point. Sort of... Okay. Yeah, so it'd be a spade, I guess. Yep, so that's a spade flip, plus your um, plus one for the seeds. So I flipped a two of spades, and I have a four spade. So, seven. Okay. Seven, and Roger is going to... Tr- oh, not Roger. Streak is going to try and avoid it. With a uh, 13. Oh. <laughs> So you actually um, somehow hurt yourself for six, da- six damage. Just lob them and they bounce off him and come flying back and hit me. Sure, I like that. So so take take six damage from that. Um, Can I reduce it and say accidental genius for hurting myself? <laughs> sure, why not? Um, and then, yeah, streak is going to turn on you and obviously try and take out the small weaker opponent louder opponent (laughs) Um, so he's going to uh, fly at you beak first and try and take a big bite but only gets a total of nine and I'll jump out of the way I got a six of spades now the deck is being nice to me (laughs) so that's a ten Okay, applying any skills? Low to the ground. Okay. Plus three. Nice, so 13. Um, Cool, so yeah, you dodge out the way really quickly, staying low to the ground, and 
um, Streak the Eagle just plows into the ground, sending seeds scattering all over the place. Taking That's what you get for being rude. <laughs> Don't be rude. It's not very nice. We were talking. <laughs> um, Me and the other one. <laughs> and round two, uh, flip initiative. Eight. Okay, you act first. I have kettle drops. Keltrops. Keltrops. Can Pavator take his jacket, his, his makeshift um, flag pole system for the boat, and create a slingshot out of the Keltrops and just fire them at him? I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> I would see this as a diamond move. Yeah. I don't know if that counts in combat, though. Um, yeah, no. It's I've, his mind. Yeah, I mean, you can totally justify that, so. Oh, I got a heart. <laughs> oh. So I got a seven of hearts. And then do I get a plus one for the cloak and the cattle drops? Um, I'd say just pick one. Pick one? Okay. So it'd be an eight plus my diamond is six. So 14. 14. I pray this works. <laughs> 15. Um, and he's going to try and dodge out the way for a 14. That's why I prayed. <laughs> So he dodges out the way, or for the most part, but gets hit for a tiny amount of damage as one of the Keltrops flicks past. And I'd say that in doing so, you break your stick because you got a negative flavor. No, the flag is broken. And then the uh, streak, the lizard. Oh, the the lizard. Where did lizard come from? <laughs> I am now lizard friends. <laughs> is going to pick up a seed and fly up over your head and try and drop it on your head for a total of 12 I'm just going to try and move out of the way okay <laughs> going to boing out of the way <laughs> uh, 7 plus 1 is 8 plus spade is 4 so 12 okay um, and what's, what suit did you get? Uh, spade Okay, perfect. That's oh, a favorful spade. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so you you dodge out the way. You don't take any damage, and I'd say that you actually get yourself closer to the friendly eagle enough that you are probably not going to be the target on the next attack. Hello, bigger friend. It's a pleasure to meet you. He says out the out the side of his beak to you, standing next to him now. Just goes, "Name's Roger. Stay down." Okay. He moves okay. like half an inch and it looks like he's now crouching yeah Roger's gonna fly at Streak and trying to get him with his beak and that is a 14 and Streak tries to dodge out the way for a 9 so um, Roger manages to hit him really hard with his beak and I'd say that's hard enough to knock him out of the sky so um, Streak's body comes falling to the seeds <laughs> and now we're up to Wait, round nope that's tree <laughs> and now we're on round three five okay it is Roger again then you then streak Roger is going to um, from his position in the sky he's going to now just drop straight down and try and grab at streak with his talons oh 19 and 17 okay so uh, yeah Roger like soars down and then just 
clamps his talons down on um, on Streak's shoulders for not much damage, but you can tell that he's dug in and he's holding on. He's on the ground now, right? Yep. So he's on the ground and Roger's sort of on top of him, like holding his shoulders with his talons. Going to wander over in front of him and start berating him in his face, sort of like slapping the side of his cheek. <laughs> more of his being going, you shouldn't be doing this! Stop it! <laughs> Sort of like what you do to a dog when you sort of tease the side of their mouth and they try to bite it if you keep moving it out of the way. <laughs> I like it. I, I would call that a spade. <laughs> okay. Uh, six of hearts. A spade is ten. Okay. Ooh. I can't think of <laughs> Okay, so um, to try and dodge and avoid your slaps um, while he's being held, Streak gets a nineteen. Oh. Um, so what was your total score? Uh, 10. Okay, so yeah, while you're trying to slap... Can I, can I claim this was accidental genius? Make it a 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, you take... Let me know when I'm pushing the rules. <laughs> <laughs> so I like what you're laying down. So you, um, yeah, you're slapping him, um, trying to slap him on the side of the beak, uh, but instead he turns and bites your wrist uh, really hard. For seven damage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, and then it's going to be his turn, and he's going to try and get Roger off of him. By uh, he's just going to try and shake him off. Just by shake doing, it off now. Doing a little bit of a sort of flying backwards sort of technique for 14 and Roger's going to try and hold on oh for 8 so Roger gets thrown to the uh, the ground and takes a hefty amount of damage in the process he's not looking good to you I'm not feeling good (laughs) we're not the good buddies (laughs) (laughs) and we're down to round 4 More gigantic adventures coming soon when Jeff and Simon return. The Gigantic Adventures of Jeff and Simon uses the Suited RPG system by Escapebox Games. If you want to learn more about Suited or play it for yourself, head to escapeboxgames.com. We're a proud member of the Podicon Go Network, family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. It's Podville! The family-friendly variety show. I'm your host, Corbin. And I'm your hostess, Julie. Every other Friday, we and our four kids bring you a show packed with silly games, outrageous vintage ads, wild stories, and catchy original songs. Find us at podville.com. That's P-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. Or subscribe wherever fine pods are casted. Are you ready for me to stop talking? Always. Always.